Anthony on your podcast. I'm back for another episode. What up, Frankie C? What is happening? Big dog in the house. I love it. Um, U.S. took out a big Al-Qaeda leader today, moments ago. Well, we found out about it moments ago. It happened last Saturday. Uh, Did it really? We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll share all the details with you. There's some unsealed court documents that are pretty shocking from the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp case. So we'll talk about that. Chris Rock responds to Will Smith's awful apology video. Uh, can't wait to share his comments with you. Uh, there's this bizarre Ivanka burial tax loophole story that's just too bizarre not to talk about. Yeah, you put Ivana in the thing, but yeah, it is Ivana. What did I say, Ivanka? Ivanka. It's Ivana. Is didn't Ivanka die? No, Ivanka's the kid. She's alive. Ivana. I thought she was Ivana. Ivana. It would have to be your ball. Oh. John Stewart and the veterans battle continues. We have an update. Courtney Kay and Megan Fox tease starting an OnlyFans. Uh, Winona and Ashley were left out of Naomi Judd's will. Kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. Applebee's lip gloss coming to market. Uh, Alex Jones is going to take the stand in his uh, trial. Maybe the most important topic that we have to make sure we get to Turkey Club etiquette. And um, etiquette. people were asking me if I made it to the Incubus show. Uh, yesterday, we'll did you give us a recap? Uh, we That's wait. a podcast, people. That's a podcast. Um, okay, Frank. Uh, so moments ago, we got the news from the United States government that uh, we have taken out the leader of Al Qaeda. Yep. This was the dude who took over for Osama bin Laden. Right. So number two guy, he's been running the show for a little while now. Uh, they spotted him, started tracking him, figured him out a few months ago. A pretty interesting process where they actually, uh, he moved, him and his family moved into this home. And supposedly the United States government, we built a replica of it to practice the attack and they were able to oh, I thought we go built, in. I thought we built it and then he moved into it. <laughs> no, that would be. <laughs> <laughs> he moved into the replica and then we were like, ah, I fooled you. <laughs> Just put a free Al Qaeda housing sign out front and maybe he'll wander in and move his family in. That would have been yeah. nice. We, we painted a, a tunnel on a, on a brick wall <laughs> and he ran right into it is what happened. <laughs> Hey, if it could work for uh, Roadrunner and Bugs Bunny and shit, you know, might be able to work. Got away with that shit all the time. Um, Anyway, yeah, so they built this replica and they actually practiced the attack um, with the hope that they would be able to take this guy out and not any of his family members, which, not to be insensitive, maybe a mistake. Maybe a mistake. Well, if he's got little kids or something, you know, you know. Don't make me say bad things within the first five minutes. You know YouTube doesn't like that. You don't want to blow up little kids. I don't. Do you? No, I'm not going to make. <laughs> Anthony, do you want to blow up little little kids? Well, again, we have to wait till we get past the five minute mark for to be oh, really all right. honest. All right, we'll hold off um, on that one. Anyway, Al Zawiri is the guy, uh, Egypt-born, former surgeon. He ascended to the leadership of Al Qaeda. Behind the 9-11 attacks, after bin Laden was killed, was killed, he had a $25 million bounty on his head. He helped coordinate uh, and uh, 
obviously the 9-11 attacks. He was part of all of that. Um, the president addressed the nation just moments ago and said, quote, for decades, he was the mastermind behind attacks against Americans, including the bombing of the USS Cole in 2000, which killed 17 American soldiers and wounded dozen Moors. He played a key role in the bombing of the U.S. embassies in Kenya and Tanzania, killing 224 and wounding over 4,500 others. He carved out a trail of murder and violence against American citizens, American service members, American diplomats, and American interests. Uh, so bad dude all around. By the way, Biden addressing the nation from the uh, balcony of the residence today. Right, because he, he has COVID. Still got the vid. Yep. Um, I got to tell you something. I mean, overall, look like shit, but all things considered, look pretty good. I think he, at like 78, was handling COVID better than I was when I had it back in the day. Two rounds of COVID, right? Back to back. Well, does he have two rounds or is he just, is it still the original that he's... Well, they said he was clear to the original and then he got hit with it again. Uh, that's what they said. I don't know what the deal is with that, but I guess that could happen. Who knows? I don't think they know what they're doing over there. Yeah, who knows? To be completely honest with you. Anyway, so they, they, they tracked him down. His family moved into a house and they started keeping an eye on it. He basically shows up. They figure out, they build this whole thing and they start working on it and see if they could take him out without harming anybody else. I'm assuming, I mean, they made it, it's, it was a drone strike. We know that. They made it sound like it was like a missile or something. But if nobody else in the house died, that's a pretty small missile. I don't know if this was unless a no missile. One was, unless no one else was there. No, no, no. There were people, in the, there were family members that were in the house. So they got, I mean, they got the room he was in. I think it was like a little gun or some little time. I mean, who the, who the hell knows? It's like a gun duct taped to a, to a, <laughs> to a hamburger schlemmer drone. I think so. <laughs> Just flew it into his window with a little, little stick of dynamite attached to it. What the hell? Yeah, little gum on a, yeah, on a Radio Shack drone flying over there and make it happen. I mean, whatever you got to do. Yeah. Um, well, they, they made it work. Uh, whatever it was. So they were able to take him out. And this was on Saturday. Um, they were able to take him out. And the reason why they waited to announce it was because they wanted to absolutely 100% make sure that this was the cat. And from the intelligence agencies and the counterterrorism agencies that we have, um, they were able to uh, confirm that. So, yeah, I think gone. it was weird because I think a lot of people were, you know, I guess under the assumption, maybe even myself a little was like, what are we doing when you know, when we left Afghanistan? We pulled out and everything. We were like, are we still? I guess we're still we're hunting them. You know, we're we're not. Maybe the, our troops have gone, but we're still taking these guys out. Uh, Biden said that in his speech to the to the nation just again moments ago, um, and put he had a little mustard on it. He put a little like he's like when I pulled out of Afghanistan. He's like, I pledged that we were going to, you know, still take these guys on. And we, like he was based. Let me paraphrase. Everybody hated the way I did that shit. But look, I killed the number one motherfucker. OK, so how do you like me now, bitch? Yeah, That's basically still, the attitude that he had. for. We're still taking these fuckers out. Yeah, essentially. So uh, which is which is great. And again, it's not like there haven't been some uh, dust ups or anything. But you got to admit our record since 9-11 pretty damn good. You know, especially on our own soil, uh, the the uh, counterterrorism 
agencies and law enforcement and everything, they've done a fucking killer job. Right. You know, yeah, and take it to them. Yeah. Again, okay, let's be totally honest. I don't know if I would have not taken out his whole family. I got to be honest with you. Here we go. Be because this is the perfect example to be like, listen, we kept civilian casualties down to a low level, but this guy was there and we had to take him out and it is what it is. You know, I, I would have hoped that we wouldn't have been, you know, wouldn't have had to do it this way and had to harm anybody, you know, in the mix. But, it, you know, again. Yeah, but they saw an opportunity not to, to, to be able to avoid that. I know, I know, but you know, I mean, these look, aren't warriors; these aren't soldiers. These are—I don't know. Again, I don't know who the family is comprised of. If it's kids, if it's women, I, I don't know who's in the household. But look, I, I'm not saying to kill women and children. I don't like that idea. But you have to admit that terrorism and terrorists are different a different breed of people and when you take out dad or uncle you know uh who knows if you got a niece or a nephew a son a daughter that's going to grow up and i'm sure, I'm sure they know who they're dealing with i'm sure they have names and profiles on everybody that was in that house let me explain something to you here we go let me explain something this is going to be whatever is coming up next here just no, it's not. It's going to be a bunch of nonsense. So go ahead. You explain to me. A man was killed. Mm. And they were hunting down his son. Couldn't find him. Okay. Okay. Years later, that little boy would grow up, go back to Italy, and kill the guy responsible for slaying his mom okay. and dad. This isn't a movie. That little boy's name was Vito Andolini, yeah, okay. a.k.a. Vito Corleone. Yeah, okay. Okay? And then he went on to start the biggest olive oil empire the world has ever seen. So, so we might get olive oil out of this or something. Let's be, be serious. This is a serious... Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I'm just saying, when you do something horrific like that and you don't, you know, kind of like, make sure you take care of everything... You know, you leave some loose ends that other people down the road are going to have to deal with. I don't like saying this stuff, but it's the truth of the matter. No, no. I mean, I'm sure they took out who they needed to take out. I don't. Maybe they took out some other people too. Maybe it wasn't just the leader. Maybe there were some. You know, uh, the other, president said there were no other casualties. There's just one. They took out one person in one that one person in that. Okay, so there you go. So they took out the guy they needed to take out, and that's that. You're not gonna. You know, you, when you can avoid, uh, cat, you know, civilian casualties. See, because of your attitude, I'm getting flack now from my wife in the. You know what? In the chat. You know what I find very interesting. I'm I'm never on the show when Cuddles is on the show. It's always she, whenever she I'm, hates you. Oh, all right. <laughs> Walked right yeah. into that one. <laughs> yeah, it's only when you're not here. Yeah. Well, let me clarify this too. I don't want the whole Superman theory starting to get out there like, oh, is Frank and Cuddles the same person? Because they're never in the room at the same time. We they sound the same, don't we? No, you don't. <laughs> There's no similarities there whatsoever. Um, I think although Cuddles I have stuff with the both person. of you. That's, that's a true fact. I, you know, that was we were taking that to, to the grave. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But that's the truth, though. Am I wrong? What did Kaiser Sose day say? Have you learned nothing from Kaiser Sose? That motherfucker took everybody out when he had to. He's also Kaiser Sose. That's a bad motherfucker. Yeah, well, we took out the, the Kaiser Sose of this whole thing. Listen, I'm here to spike the football with Big Joe. I'm very happy. He killed it. He did a good job. I'm just saying... If that were me in that chair and they were like, hey, do you want to do the super secret, really clean thing where we go and take him out with a sniper bullet from the drone? Or do you want to just blow up the whole house? I'm going to go like this. Let's just pretend like you didn't say that first thing. That's... And let's take this guy out. They took the guy out. You, you just like, like, all right, if you know he's in a, in like if he's walking around in a, uh, a grocery store, which I'm sure he wouldn't be. Let's say, that, all right, we got him. He's in this grocery store. Shop over he's, there, and uh... he's on the ten items or less line. Uh huh. But he's got eleven items. Do, you know, it's just to add a little bit more to the to the dickheadness. Uh -huh. Do we? Do you take him out? Do you blow up the whole store? Or do you do a, a single attack? You take out the one guy. Okay, little bit of a different thing there. It's called disclosure, you dickhead. A little bit of a different thing there. Uh, Paul said it's called terrorism, you dickhead. So I wanted to play the sound for him. We got it. Is it a little low? It's called disclosure, you dickhead. It's a little low, but it, we all heard it. Okay. It's called disclosure, you dickhead. Three got times it. now. Nailed it. <laughs> um, we didn't get it in rehearsal, but we got it on the live show. Um, no, here's the difference. I don't want to kill innocent people that have nothing to do with this guy. If you're related... Fortunately, you got to go. So there could be because a... you're harboring a terrorist. They're living in the house with him. They are doing evil. If they're at the the local Piggly Wiggly, that's not that's you know that's not the Piggly Wiggly people's fault. Well, what if there's like a two year old running around the house? You gonna bomb the house and say, "Ah, two year old was harboring a terrorist." Check. That's what we call checkmate. Listen, no, it's unfortunate. I don't want to. I don't. I hate. I, I hate that I have to be the person. Does anybody stop blowing up kids? I don't is know there anybody on my this. side here? I hate that I have to be this person. But the, I don't want the two-year-old growing up and going, "Oh, I know. I'm going to bomb America because they they killed my dad," you know, a bunch of years ago. You think well, the two-year-old's going to grow up and go, "Boy, I tell you what, that America, they had it right. My dad was a real piece of shit who deserved to die." Maybe. You know Maybe the two-year-old grows up to be an architect, and then we don't. Uh, we never hear from that two-year-old. Two-year-old grows up to be an architect <laughs> or marine biologist. <laughs> I hate to be a cold-hearted prick, and because I, I would, I would never dream of harming a child or a woman, for that matter. But in the case of terrorism, I feel like we can make some exceptions here, especially. Okay, so with they did, they did the same thing with Osama. In fact, the the guy who went in and killed Osama intentionally did not kill his child and one of his wives because they were in the room and he used the wife as a shield. He fucking took that motherfucker out without harming anybody else. Different scenario because they had How? to make sure because they had to make sure that it was him. They didn't want to pick. They didn't want to pick through rubble. You know, oh, shit. If he's using his wife as a shield, your theory, your approach would be just shoot them both. No, 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 no. This is what I'm saying. You're mis you're misconstruing what I'm saying. I'm construing pretty good. 
I'm saying that's a different scenario. If they were going to bomb that that compound, that home, then I would be like, bombs away, let it go. But they decided that the move was to go in there and make sure they get him, see his eyes as they take him out. That's a different story. Then you don't have to kill the other people. They did the same thing here, except instead of going in with people, they, they did a precision, Listen, precision I prefer attack. They, I prefer they, especially the kids. So if, in the uh, in the um, uh, Bin Laden attack, if they would have went in and shot everybody in the house, would that have been better? And then they, and then at the end, they shot him. I would have been more understandable. If you're just in there firing away, we're far too humanitarian when it comes to terrorists. I feel. Am I alone? I understand. On this? Terrorists, no terrorists. Suck. I'm, terrorists got to go. I'm all, not all saying terrorists. we should be torturing people or killing innocent people. However, if a couple of innocent people it. related to the really bad people that are also harboring the bad people were to fall in the mix, I'm totally okay with that. I if can't believe a, I'm alone in this. No, if it's a casualty, if it's collateral damage, I get it. But, but my to, point is to, to actually I, target a two-year-old, you know, it, I don't think no, it's, America it's not, does that. It's not that they're targeting a two-year-old. But they went through extraordinary lengths building a replica thing to practice and make sure that they only took out one guy. I don't know if I would have wasted that much time. A, this guy could have got word and moved. One for sure one. they had eyes on him. Okay, but B, I would have been like, is he in there? Then blow the fucking thing to high hell and we'll count it all up later. And if little Johnny happens to take it, sorry, guess what? Dad shouldn't have been the fucking leader of the largest terrorist network. That killed, you know, over 3,000 Americans. Yeah, I got you. I got you. No, I know what you mean. I get you. It's just hard to, I don't know, when it's when it's someone who has nothing to do with it, like a little kid, you don't want to blow up a little kid. I'm going to say this. That's what I'm if coming I'm, from. If I'm on life support, I'm not putting you in fucking charge. You are far too big of a liberal pussy to fucking pull a trigger on this kind oh, of no, thing. Oh, no, for you, I'll pull a plug. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. I'll plug in my charger. What is this? Don't. <laughs> Plug it right in. Uh, kudos. Listen, um, kudos to, to Biden. The guy, uh, he did it. He got, you know, yeah. uh, Obama got one. He got two. So good for him. You know? Yep. All good. All good. Good stuff. He, he gets credit for this. He gets, he gets, we get the shit on him for the gas prices. He gets credit for taking out one of the big terrorists. That's just how it works. Um, basically what I'm saying, Frank, is I support the Navy SEALs and the troops Agreed. same way that Jumpstart Coffee does, unlike some of the other people on this podcast. Hey, the Navy SEALs, they took out Bin Laden. Listen, if you worry about terrorists and their families, maybe Folgers or Maxwell House is the coffee for you, okay? You're, you're an but if you want to be on America's side... I'm always on America's side. And, well, yeah. And I'm just saying, don't, you don't have to shoot a baby. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's uh, call me crazy, but well, when you baby, frame it like that, it sounds horrible. I mean, Jesus, that's all I'm saying. If the baby picks up a gun and points it at you and is about to shoot you, maybe. But you know, if you could spare the baby, maybe spare the baby. I saw a baby shoot a gun once. He was also smoking a cigar. Okay. He was also cursing up a storm and yelling at Roger Rabbit. You don't. You focus on all the wrong details. This is the point that fifty percent of the profits from Jumpstart Coffee Company go to the Navy Seal Foundation. They take care of our Navy Seals, our veterans, 
armed forces, lovely people, provide our freedoms. Probably there was some, uh, I didn't, we haven't gotten the full story about who was in there, but I bet you it was a fucking seal, for sure. In there, well, fucking whack. Yeah, was it a drone strike or was it a was missile? It, yeah, I'm sure there was a, somebody had to be behind the old, uh, somebody had to press the, the PlayStation. The yes, yeah, right? there, yeah. And the planning and the execution and all that stuff. Oh, sure. Uh, so again, if you support America and you love our country and the freedoms that you enjoy, then purchase a coffee from uh, Jumpstart Coffee Company because fifty percent goes to the Navy Seal Foundation. Your your old pal Ant and Frankie C get a little piece of it. Keep the show running here, of course, and uh, you just uh, supporting a company that makes legit the best uh, coffee in the world. You know what's weird about this? If you had a shit product, usually it's like a shit product with like a mm. good cause. Right. That kind of, you know. Now, this is win win. It's weird to have a win win because then people are like, oh, it can't be that great of a coffee if they're doing such a nice thing, but it legit is. It so. is. It, it, it keeps up its end of the bargain. You get a great uh, 12 ounce bag of coffee here, and half the money you spent on it goes right to the Navy SEAL Foundation. It's friggin', it's what could be better? It's fucking delightful. That's you know, a nice little thank you. Plus, you get a great product. You're not just donating, which is great too, but you also yeah. get a great product. I can't confirm this, but I think Joe Biden drank a jumpstart after he killed the uh, Al Qaeda guy. I think that was the celebratory coffee. We can't confirm nor deny. Mm -hmm. But we so. can certainly start spreading that uh, rumor. We can. Uh, link in the description below this episode, whether you're watching on YouTube or Facebook or Twitch. Welcome to the Twitch people, or whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts spotify or you're watching on spotify there's a description the link is in there or you can click on the banner at the homepage of anthonyonair.com uh put the uh, put the code in aoa15 don't forget to do that that works um okay see here's here's my people doe my dear the asshole made the decision to put innocent i guess people in harm it was his choice coward who he had no disregard for his kids and wife. Their women have no rights. You use them all the time. See, thank you. Uh, there we go. Right? So what is does, the, does the terrorist not bear any responsibility for fucking... Of course he does. That's why he's dead the... now. Yeah. So they took him out. What's the problem? It was his choice. Yeah, and he, he paid for it. Fucker. Uh, I'm just saying. Collateral damage. That's... Yeah, no, listen. If, if they had a... If... There was no other way to get them, but they had to bomb the house. Then they had to bomb the house. And if there was casual da uh, collateral damage, there was collateral damage. But they went and they did a precision strike. And no, you know, uh, it's a military operation. When you do that, you're taking out military targets. Uh, I feel like such a heartless prick, but I would have just went out of my way to not worry about it. If they would have been like, hey, should we go and do the things and make sure we just get him and not anybody else? I'd be like, yeah. Just anybody, whatever's you know the the Amazon delivery guys at the door, that's fine. Take him out too. Let's get it done. Yeah. Hey, hey. you know, Don't stop delivering the terrorists. I get it. It's unfortunate. People in the you know wrong place, wrong time kind of thing. I know. I get it. I understand. On, you. I see your point. But thanks, you know, buddy. I'm just saying. On to um, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Who knew we'd be talking about these two again? Still, what are they still in court? Did we? Did no, they go back done. to for old time's sake? court's done but there was a bunch of court documents that never got released that the both sides were trying to get into evidence or introduced to the jury mm. and you know there was a lot of stuff that just flat out wasn't um you can petition the courts you can sue for these documents which i don't know what 
Andrea Burkhart did, but Andrea Burkhart uh, was the first person to get a hold of these. Andrea is a legal commentator. I'm sure she has a YouTube channel or some shit. Um, and uh, she crowdsourced $3,300 to purchase the records. Hmm. Which so I what's think... in these records? Uh, anyway, okay, you're right. Get to the point. Yeah, come on, man. Um, it shows some of the behind-the-scenes bullshit that both sides were pulling. On March 22nd, a motion outlined Heard's opposition to Depp's team's attempt to present damaging information about her past to the jury. Turns out Amber had a brief stint as an exotic dancer years before she met Johnny Depp. Nude pictures of her and unfounded allegations that she worked as a sex worker. Aha. So we unfounded had heard allegations. Unfounded. We had heard these rumblings, but they actually tried to get that through. Unfounded that she was a sex worker. Uh, however, the exotic dancer thing, I think, I think they got some shit on that. Uh, nude pictures of Amber or comments about stripping or escort services would be highly distracting and unfairly prejudicial to the extent of the portray, uh, how they portray Amber as a sex symbol instead of a woman's right activist. That's what uh, her defense team wrote. Uh, Heard's team also forward to keep Heard's sister, Whitney, uh, and her reality show video out of the court as none of these, quote, personal matters were introduced at trial. Um, so I don't know what this reality show video was, but apparently... Like Amber Heard was in some... Uh, no, maybe her it was sister. A, oh, the sister was in something. The sister, yeah. Quite saucy from what I understand. Uh, there was a 965-page motion filed on March 28th that revealed crude text messages between Johnny Depp and Marilyn Manson that were never presented to the jury. Depp's attorney, Ben Chu, aggressively fought to exclude any reference of the actor having a friendship with disgraced singer Marilyn Manson. We all know how shitty Marilyn Manson turned out to be, right. allegedly. Um, didn't want Johnny Depp to be guilty by association. Listen to these text messages. Manson texted Depp in 2016 to say that Lindsay, who is his uh, wife, uh, pulled a, quote, Amber in reference to how Lindsay, Manson's wife, called the cops on him, claiming that he beat her up. He described her as Amber 2.0. Depp responded by saying, I've been reading a lot of material on that and sociopathic behavior. It is fucking real, my brother. I hate to say this word, but I'm going to say it because it's a quote. My ex-cunt is goddamn textbook. That's what Depp wrote back to. <laughs> to Marilyn Manson. All right. Oh, so they were complaining back and forth to each other that they're, that they, wait a minute. Who was hitting who and who's beating up who? When, when Manson's wife called the cops on him and said that she beat him. That, she, Manson, that he beat her. That sorry. he beat her. Okay. That he beat her. Manson texted Depp and goes, can you believe my wife is pulling in Amber? And uh, my wife is Amber 2.0. Uh, and Johnny Depp threw the old C word out there, my ex C word, uh -huh. you know, is a sociopath, blah, 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 so on and so forth. But meanwhile, I mean, there have been a lot of women that have come out and accused Manson of physical, mental, and sexual abuse, right. including his 
former fiance, Evan Rachel Wood. Uh, he is suing her or he sued her for defamation uh, back in March. So, yeah. So why wasn't I wonder why this wasn't introduced at all? Because it would look really bad for Johnny Depp and his lawyers were able to argue that it wasn't, you know, didn't pertain to the first of all, her lawyers were shit. I mean, I don't even know. I don't know how they kept the exotic dancer stuff out of it because there was nothing that they did well. But for whatever reason, you know, yeah. his lawyers were able to win this little battle and that little little nugget of it. Doesn't that make you feel different about Johnny Depp a little bit? I mean, yeah, but uh, I mean, they're both saying that. I mean, I we knew we did we know they were friends. Him and uh, Manson. I mean, I don't really know, but they intentionally, he intentionally kept it out. Like, at no point did they ever bring up Marilyn Manson, from what I could remember. And that was a a consorted effort from from Depp's team to keep his name out of it. Yeah, that is strange. I mean, the only saving grace, I guess, for Depp would be in that whole exchange didn't say, you know, it, it, it. backs up the claims of she's making this up a little bit even though it's it's marilyn manson well but the thing, yeah the thing is is you don't want to be you don't, you don't want, want to be tied to get to that at all to another like wife beater yeah exactly so yeah not cool yeah no it's uh it's amazing after all is said and done all this stuff comes out it's ridiculous uh christine says they did mention marilyn manson at one point all right so i guess i got something in i don't remember that but i'm not about to call christine a liar when you were close there for some no i don't know her to be a liar she's been very honest the whole entire time i i've known her so good um hanging out yeah they they brought him up i guess that they were hanging out that they were friends i guess this doesn't add or take away it's just another instance of Depp saying she makes shit up mm. and, you know, it's just it's just another another example of that I guess he's been, which is which was his whole argument in the first place so didn't add or take away so mm. I think we're gonna get some more shit out of these two by the way they're did you know that they're both appealing I find them very unappealing <laughs> no I don't know what are you talking about I don't know, yeah, he lost like one count and had to pay her two million dollars. He's appealing it. It's like you came out ahead. Just be like, all right, whatever. He doesn't want any. You know what? Once you do that, I guess you. I don't know if you're admitting some kind of guilt. You know. I don't know. I just feel like we gave you a lot of time. We gave a judgment. How much different is the next judgment going to be? We're not, the, the the husband and wife will fight these things to the like. He can't like enough already. Go your separate ways. Pay your money. It can get ugly, man. That they, you know, when they start attacking each other and personal stuff and the court, it goes back and forth. It just it can it could go on for years. It's crazy. I told you I I, I was doing a uh, I was consulting on a um, lawyer's podcast for a little while. She was a divorce. Did I tell you this? No, it sounds like a big mistake to me. But go ahead. <laughs> she and she was basically like, it's all bullshit. She's like, there's old rules and things in you know, especially in New York. I can't speak for other places. But she's like, it's all figured out. There's nothing to fight. She goes, these people want to drag everybody through court. She goes, the lawyers just make out making money. 
and that you wind up being you could only go up like three to four percent from where you like there's that's the fucking range you know well, so this i'm gonna hurt that other person by dragging them through court does nothing but put money in lawyers pockets and take money out of what they're gonna get well it wasn't a matter of splitting assets or anything like that it was a defamation lawsuit it wasn't a divorce yeah, law you know yeah. yeah when it's when it's divorce just separate you know you, you decide that shit out you know this goes this way this and if there's any dispute yeah then you have to go to court but um with this this had nothing to do with them separating it was just you're saying shit about me that's not true blah 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 and they had to they had that had to be settled in court so yeah uh chris rock responds to will smith's bullshit apology video from friday the, the more i thought about that over the week and the more angry i got about it <laughs> all right so what did chris rock say you know, okay, a couple of things that I, that re-angered me. And you watched the video, right? You saw it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Why was he reading cue cards? And was he? Why were they so far away? Yeah. He was reading if you, yeah, if you read the video, he's like this. He's like this. Uh, okay, Phil wants to know. Yeah, he's like oh. struggling to read off in the distance, like. Because they were they were prompted questions or something, and they you know, I guess why couldn't he just remember the two questions that people asked? Yeah, but yeah, I don't know, I don't know. I and like he's got he's got jib arm cameras slowly panning and moving in the frame, extra cuts, the editing, all this kind of shit, and he couldn't fucking. I think it was. I think the whole video was uh, directed by who's that guy that directs all the the action blow up movies. Michael Bay. Mike, I think it was a Michael Bay production. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing was horseshit. The more I, I thought about it, the more I thought this was all just complete and total fucking... Like, I'll let me struggle to show that I'm a real person reading off of cue cards. Like, that was a conscious decision. Because in any... Okay, if you're going to have fucking jib on... I mean, there were probably union guys taking breaks at, at the craft services table. This thing was so, such a big fucking production. Would you have, have preferred him just talking to his cell phone? I would have preferred him to shut the fuck up. But if he was going to do if something. If there was one or two, yeah. If he was going to do something stupid like this, yeah. Pick up your fucking phone and just speak from the heart. Really? Yeah. Don't don't have a whole fucking thing in there and go, oh, I'm struggling. Because, again, if you're going to go to that length, then. And, by the way, it was edited together. You don't make a video like that unless you edit it together. This show is not edited together. There are two steady shots and that never change. Nope. Okay. Never, we do this no, all in one take. It's all one fucking take. There's no editing here. If you're going to do a production like that where you got moving cameras at different angles, you're editing, pay your editor to fucking edit out the, the questions or, you know, just do some other different presentation. This whole fucking thing of like, oh, I'm going to struggle to read it. You think he had the whole nine yards, like makeup and he had, uh, you know. thousand percent. Yeah. How do you, this, yeah, it's probably a whole crew. Yeah. The lighting in there and everything like that thing was that thing was lit. That was shot on. Very expensive cameras. Again, when you have a moving, that is a made. That's not go. No YouTubers don't fucking have cameras that slowly fucking. To be fair, they don't they film in that house all the time. Yeah, because she's got that bullshit red table show that she puts on Facebook. So, do you think playing devil's advocate here? Do you think he saw all that stuff, and he said, "Why don't we just turn the cameras on and do a a a thing on the couch here?" Yes, but I think it was carefully thought out and planned to make him look like 
the average everyday right. person who's a victim and yeah, you know all this and that oh bullshit. he's definitely not the victim i didn't i don't think he came off as a victim he came off as a you know he, i mean whether you believe him or not he was trying whatever it said he was trying to um come off as i take full responsibility but you see it as bs because it was you think it was rehearsed? You think they did a few takes? I don't know. A thousand percent. Yeah. Uh, thousand I, mean, percent. I don't know. It could be he wanted to get it right. He just didn't want to half-ass it. I don't know. Bro, I said the same thing. Remember when, when Trump put out the fucking video and I go, that there were cuts there? And then here we go all these months later. And then, oh, here's the outtakes from the... Oh, of course. Of course they were out. You could just see... When you work on video, you you know when somebody else is is hiding a cut. Is hiding a mistake or a retake or whatever the fuck it is. Right. Um. Anyway, what was I gonna say? Oh, uh, before this happened, I was a huge fan of Will's, not just because of his acting, but he really he recognized the social media game early, and he was one of the first. Like, if you go look at his YouTube channel from like three years ago, four years ago, it's phenomenal. Like he was when vlogging was huge on youtube and every and like uh casey neistat and you know you name it all the big vloggers were hitting it big in the vlog world these common people will smith was the first celebrity to be like i'm gonna vlog and he did it and it was awesome you would see him at movie premieres and you'd see him behind the scenes cgi shit and how they would shoot stuff and he had the, all this wonderful behind the scenes access about what his life was like and it was amazing to it was so fucking amazing to watch you know yeah. he's in rome one day then he's here doing a thing then a voice over there and then a commercial here and then filling out his next movie contract there and it was like great to watch and when tiktok came out he was the one of the first celebrities on tiktok and he has a fucking team like if you look at his tiktoks they are major major production like right. major productions. So, well, yeah, okay. So, so he, it's, my point is, I'm sorry, but my point is, is that he has his own team. He right. has four or five or six people already working for him on his social stuff to make great looking shit. So this was a thousand percent a real. Okay. Person. So if he's, if he's going the whole nine yards on every video he does, why would he half ass, you know, maybe his point of view is I'm not going to cheap out on this important video. You know, why would I go, why wouldn't I put everything I've got into this video? I think he should, because it would make it stand out from all the other shit that he puts out there. Yeah, I guess. But, you know, if he if he wants it to look like the rest of his stuff or he wants it to seem like he put effort into it, maybe. I don't know. All right. Well, this is what Chris Rock said, which I found to be pretty hilarious. Uh, he took uh, He took to the stage... On Friday night at the Fox Theater in Atlanta, he's on his Ego Death World Tour. Um, he didn't mention Will Smith specifically, but again, this was just a couple of hours after he put out the video. He says, Chris Rock says, and I quote, everybody is trying to be a fucking victim. If everybody claims to be a victim, then nobody will hear the real victims. Even me getting smacked by Suge Smith, which is pretty hilarious, the reference to Suge Knight. Um, even me getting smacked by Suge Smith, I went to work the next day. I got kids. There you go. Anyone who says words hurt has never been punched in the face. <laughs> Cancel. Um, 
Uh, let me see what else did he say. I think that was it. Yeah, that was it. But he's right. Will Smith, I think, tried to come off as a fucking victim. Because if you notice, too, he also, when he said about Chris Rock, he never really said, he did take responsibility, he apologized, he did, but he was kind of like, um, he was. He said there was a history, there was some line that he said, he's like, well, there's a history between Chris and I, he said it in, in the apology video, kind of making it seem like this is, yes, he overreacted, but it's kind of Chris's fault because he, there was a history and he started it. And I didn't get that. I, I didn't think of that at all. I thought it was like we have a history of, like we go back a long ways. I thought. I think he was putting himself in the victims. Uh, in the yeah, victims maybe he. Did, does, do we know if Chris Rock saw the video before he went went on the stage? You don't think a thousand people sent know. that fucking video? Because I don't know if he was responding directly about the video or if he was just talking. No, I think in he general. was because he, I think because he, he said the victim thing. Right. Because it's true. If you do something shitty and then you come out like you're the fucking victim, real victims, uh, you know, you're... Yeah, no, I, that's absolutely 100% true. It's all a matter of whether you saw, uh, whether Chris Rock saw that video and said, well, he's just making himself out to be the victim here. Or is he saying, well, this is a, an apology. This is a genuine apology. I don't know. Uh, if Until he responds directly about the video, you know, we don't know how he feels about it. And my opinion here, I'd love to get yours and everybody else's. I don't think he, I don't think he, I don't think he responds anytime soon. I don't think he welcomes an apology. I don't think he sits down with them. I don't think he's, I don't think he owes him anything, first of all. But he does not. He, he doesn't owe him a thing. It's, a, you know, it's all, it's, when you do something like that, you put the, the, the burden on, like the burden's on Chris Rock now, and it doesn't have didn't have to be. It's not his, you know. He didn't create this, but now it's on him to come out and, you know, the balls in his court. That's it. But it, everybody should be like, when he's ready to talk, he's ready to talk. That's it. We can't we gotta uh, yeah. give him his space with any victim. You, you gotta give him their space, and when they're ready to talk, that's it. That's when they talk. That's why should leave. That's why he should have fucking left this the fuck alone and not put out the fucking video. Stay in your little jail, because that's, you know, that's yeah. where you are. You're in society jail for a little while. Yeah. Uh, Lisa B., and if a million people broadcast made fun of you, I won't go there, but hello, it was cruel. I don't know what that means. Does that mean what he said about Jada? But if you make fun of the devil, you get a pass. She's the devil. She's uh, She's something. Second of all, and Frank could attest to this. I have taken plenty of flack over the years. For yeah, a, and that's just me. that's just from me. And that's just from Frank. <laughs> that's before ever guy. reading a comment. By the way, I put out a um, I put out a, a TikTok over the weekend, kind of just making fun of people who do one armed uh, push ups. <sighs> who knew there was a community there to offend? So, <laughs> hey, I told you from the start, those are bad ideas. No, I don't. <laughs> People really, I mean, re like, I listen, I get the irony of it. I understand that an unathletic man, like, that's, but that's part of the joke of kind of like making fun of people who could do one arm push ups. Some people got really upset with me and said some really bad things. <laughs> <laughs> what did they say? 
Oh, really bad shit. One guy was funny, though. He was like, I got up and tried to do a push-up, couldn't, and then took it out on the push-up team. <laughs> <laughs> That's Which fair. I, well, I thought it was funny. That was funny. But some people, somebody, some guy, I can't even remember what he said. I just responded like, oh, you must be fun at a party. Like, he just really, like, oh, wait. And then another guy, hold on. Now that we're talking about victims, this was this, this was hysterical. This was a sight to see. I don't know if I'm going to be able to fucking find it now. But this guy... So I put out this clearly, Frank, clearly humorous, joking, joking, like, you know, it's the the crux of the thing was like, oh, if you do one, nobody's impressed with your one-arm push-up, you look like an asshole, kind of whatever. Right. So this fucking person... Um, this was the one, this was the other guy. Bro tried doing one push-up this morning and rethought his life. <laughs> accurate. <clears throat> yeah, pretty accurate. Uh, where is the guy I'm looking for here? Oh, okay, here. This, I swear to God, like, moments after I posted the video, this guy goes, I lost my left arm due to a car accident and I still care for my health and well-being. E. <laughs> I'm like, are well, you that, kidding me? I, I don't think you meant... That people with one arm. Or I don't th- think you, no. <laughs> Wait, I, I, I don't think you were trying to t- target people with one arm. Uh, that doesn't sound like something you'd do. Um. Uh, Lee Lee responded, and I quote here: "You went straight for the victim card. You should be pissed too. Two armed men doing a one arm push up is cultural appropriation." <laughs> what? <laughs> That's messed up. <laughs> I thought that was the greatest comment I've ever seen on YouTube, and I let him know that. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Well, when you put when you put jokes out there, you got to be ready. Got to be ready to fight back. And that's <laughs> yo. That, so that, and essentially, Lisa, uh, that's uh, that's my point. Is that when you do this, you you put yourself out there in a public light. You you deserve everything that comes back your way. You're not gonna. First of all, you're not you're never going to say anything that literally everyone likes. No, there's always you could say the nicest thing in the world, and there's going to be some person out there who's like this fucking jerk. You know, that's what you learn when you do this job for as long as Frank and I have. Is that no matter what you say, somebody's always going to call you up and be like, "How dare you say that?" Yeah. You know, and it's it gets to the and then and then here's my favorite thing. I would always this was my I'll pull back the curtain a little bit. I would always, whatever people would, whatever anti-gay bigot people would say, I would usually say the same exact thing, but towards vegetarians. And no, nobody was ever offended, ever. ever. Everybody would always laugh and be like, oh, the, the vegetarian thing again. Well, so, so is it because vegetarians don't have the strength to fight back? Or, like, <laughs> no, <I'm> kidding. <laughs> kidding. See, those are jokes. <laughs> See, jokes, people. All right. Um... And 99% of everybody gets it, too. It's always that one stick in the mud. Anyway, this is a crazy story, Frank. Uh-oh. There's a theory going around that Donald Trump mm. buried his wife, first wife, Ivana Trump, at his golf course in New Jersey, Bedminster. Horrible name for a golf course. My, I would, I would name my golf club like Golf Club Go or something. That's, golf International. You might want to take more than three seconds to 
to come up with something there. <laughs> oh, whatever. Um, some people, Insider was the first person or first place to report this, and they're absolutely shit. You should call it glory holes. There you go, glory eighteen glory holes. Yeah, <laughs> I saw a TikTok where a guy goes, "We're playing twenty one holes today," and then his wife goes, "I think there was only eighteen here." <laughs> 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 All right. Um, Insider reports that the family uh, that burying Ivana at the golf club makes the family business eligible for certain tax breaks. The state's tax code stipulates that any land used for cemetery purposes is exempt from all taxes, rates, and assessments. Uh, tax documents show that the Trump Family Trust has been tax exempt since 2016 due to being a quote, cemetery company. But the cemetery is listed as being in Hackettstown, about 20 minutes away from Trump's Bedminster course. Ivana is, as far as the public knows, the first person buried at the golf course, though Trump has floated the idea of being buried there himself. A Trump spokesperson did not respond to um, the Daily Beast's request for comment yesterday morning. Do you think that he buried her there for tax breaks? I wouldn't put it past them. You're an asshole. You're such an asshole. What? What do you think? You don't uh, no, think he I, did that? No, I don't think he did that. But I will say this. Who the fuck wants to be buried at a, at a fucking golf course? I don't care how nice it is. Do you think that was her her, her wish? No. No. No, I don't. And I don't know how she wound up there. But I know. Here's what I remember about Ivana. She had not a lot of nice things to say about him. Right up until he announced to run for president. And then... Radio silence. You didn't hear from her much anymore after that. Yeah. Now, this is I don't I, I don't remember who posted this. It was on I think it was on Twitter, but I have to show you. This is Checkers the dog. That's Richard Nixon's dog. Mm -hmm. That's the that's the grave right here. Mm -hmm. And this is Ivana Trump's. Great. Yeah, I, I think that's a temporary. I don't think that's uh, going to be the. Permanent. I hope they do something a little better. The guy could have built him, built her uh, a freaking mausoleum if he wanted to. The kids could have done. You know, it's literally a, a stone in the ground, and a yeah. patch of, and a patch of dirt off the off of one of the holes on a golf course. Yeah, I I don't believe he did this for tax purposes, but for the life of me. I can't understand why a billionaire slash millionaire, and I don't think Ivana had a billion dollars, but he claims to, and this family certainly has enough wealth to do whatever the hell they want, um, would want to be buried, A, at a golf course, and B, at a golf course in arguably the worst location in the entire planet, New Jersey. I mean, that's not even the state they live. That's not the state she lived in. That's right. not the state he lives in. Correct. So what the hell are we doing? It's not the state. The rest of the states want in the nation in the in the union. Sorry, Jersey. You know, like we lose Texas to become an independent country. We got some issues to deal with. If New Jersey's like, oh, I know, we want to be our own nation. Nobody is even going to answer that tweet. Yeah, be like I, just yeah, just ignore it. It'll go yeah. away. Exactly. Jersey's that kid that you you know keeps you keep ignoring until they eventually give up what they're asking you for. Exactly. But, so yeah, for the life of me, I mean, think about all you know, on a a desert, you know, a private island in the Caribbean, and a and a family plot, and you know, 
a beautiful cemetery location versus right off the ninth hole behind the public bathrooms. It's ridiculous. Like that, I don't know. You can in these pictures, you can only see like the surrounding. I don't know, twenty feet of area of land. I don't know exactly what's around there, but you're in a you're in the middle of nothing, in the middle of nowhere. And I mean, to get to it, if anybody wants to pay their respects, what they gotta pay to get into the golf course and then go to the. It's not. It's it's the only. It's the only one there, right? It's the only grave in that spot. Apparently, what they I think they got stuff set aside for the rest of the family, but I'm not sure. But it's like, yeah, I don't know. Give, give, give a little respect. I mean, this is your first wife. I don't know. I don't know. It just seems a little. They put her in a gold casket. Yeah, and then put her in the ground in a Jersey golf course. I mean, I doesn't. It doesn't add up. No. It just does not add up to me. No. Especially because they own, but first of all, Trump owns far better golf courses in a lot of other places. Yeah. You know, I mean, he has, this he isn't has the, even his best golf course. No, and he has the probably the ability to bury her almost anywhere. And he put, I don't know. It just seems very, very like strange to me. Mar-a-Lago would have been nicer, would it not? Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's very strange. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And yeah. it's not like they were, you know, but she's the father. She's, she's the father. She's the mother of uh, a few of the kids, two, three. I don't know how many kids. Not three of them. The three core. Three of them. Ones. I like right. to say the three core original ones. Right. The other ones don't get a lot of respect. Who is it? Baron, and there's a girl in there, I think. Uh, I don't know what the girl's name, but Ivanka, yeah, Don Jr., and Ernie. Eric? Eric. Yeah, Ernie. We don't talk about Ernie. Don't fucking bring up Ernie Trump. Beavis. Not a, yeah. But Eric and the, the three, the, the, the original three, the holy triumphant. Easy. Those, those are Ivana's. Right. There's a girl in there, too. I don't know who she belongs to. Tiffany. There you go, Cuddles. Thank Tiffany. You. Thank you. Is Tiffany from Marla Maples? I have no idea. Yeah. Where's Marla Maples going? That's where... Like where's everybody else headed? That's what I need to know. Yeah, if they're all together, if they're all going in that area, okay, and they dress it up nice, whatever, whatever. But right now, it just looks like they just stuck her in a hole somewhere that they had some room. Yeah, and like usually, like a president, usually you go, like Kennedy is in uh, Arlington, right? Yeah. So you either go to a big time spot like that, or you go to. Your home, sit, your hometown, your presidential library, kind of that becomes your thing, and that's Something. that's where you go. I don't know where Trump's is going to be, but I, I again, if I again, if I, if I have to choose between Mar-a-Lago and fucking New Jersey off the fucking New Jersey Turnpike, I'm sorry, Tony Soprano, but I'm going with fucking Florida. You know, every day of the week, um, despite the humidity. Uh, Frankie C. John Stewart and the battle against the Republicans. Yeah, I mean, this is a battle that shouldn't even have to be waged. This I don't yeah. get this battle at all. Well, okay. Senator Toomey, who's part of the Ted Cruz douchebag Assholes. clan, he went on to CNN, give him credit, and he basically said that Jon Stewart doesn't understand and that basically by making it mandatory spending it's a budget gimmick because i guess if you mark something for 
this particular amount of spending in the mandate. I'll let him explain it. I'll play you the clip so you can hear it directly from him. That Then that gives them the right to spend money elsewhere on other non-related um, health care items for veterans. So here, we'll let him explain it. This He was on Jake Tapper here. Here. Who suffered exposure from yeah. toxic burn pits. This is why they do this sort of thing, Jake, because it gets very deep in the weeds and very confusing for people very quickly. It's not really about veteran spending. It's about what category of government bookkeeping they put the veteran spending in. Uh, my change, the honest people acknowledge, it will have no effect on the amount of money or the circumstances under which the money for veterans is being spent. But what I want to do is treat it for government accounting purposes the way we've always treated it for government accounting purposes, because if we change it to the way that the Democrats want, it creates room in future budgets for $400 billion of totally unrelated extraneous spending on other matters. That's what I want to prevent. We are spending way too much money to use to hide behind a veterans bill. The opportunity to go on an unrelated $400 billion spending spree is wrong and we shouldn't allow it. So let me just say one thing. When John Stewart responded to this, he his point was, well, you vote on budgets that give unlimited spending to the military, but not the military, not, not the health of, of those in the military. Right. Agreed. Frank, that's a valid point. Yeah. However, that's... however, he didn't say that he was wrong, which I would have. If he was really wrong, he would have probably said. It. Well, here's the thing. It it sounds like what he's saying is there's, let's say, I think the number was 400 billion, but I think there's yes. a little more to that. But 400 billion is, is right here. Uh, and then they wanted to allot that money to the veterans uh, health care. What that means is that then they'll take $400 billion has to fill that gap. From somewhere else, I think what it means is if you put four hundred million, four hundred billion in a budget for mandatory spending, that that opens up the ability to allocate four hundred billion for something else. But th that something else, or like in other words, like you have that four hundred billion dollars, it's got to, it's going somewhere. Now it's already up for grabs, isn't it? Like well, in other words, well, in other words, it could be spent anywhere right now as it is. So all you're doing is taking it and putting it somewhere and then just taking another 400 billion and putting it in that space where that was already uh, a lot, you know, that was already arguably a, you know, a placeholder for that $400 billion anyway. Do you, does that make sense? Well, I think what their point is, is it was always discretionary. You turn it into mandatory, then it opens up this other possibility for the budget down the road. Whereas if you just keep it discretionary, uh, it'll go right to the thing, and then we don't have to worry about another four hundred billion that we have to figure out how we're going to pay for it, and we don't even know where it's going. But doesn't mandatory stipulate that it has to go? Discretionary says they could spend it on anything. So there's no guarantee that it's going there. Correct, but it's always subject to congressional oversight. So you sign like you can allocate it for this, and then go build a tunnel somewhere. That's the, well, yeah, but it's not, nothing saying it can't. You know, true. It, it, True, it would be up to Congress who passed it to, to make those choices. But I think the point is, is that you, you know, if you can get it done the other way, why did why did they change it? 
because I think because then it's no guarantee that it's going to them. So if you want, if anything should be mandatory spending, this should be mandatory. Like what then define what should be mandatory spending. I mean, if it's not this, what the hell would it. it be? I get it. But I think to paint these people as against veterans is kind of incorrect. They just want to go about it a different way. Which is the the core argument of Democrats versus Republicans. They both want the same thing most of the times. They just want to get there in different ways, and they got to fight it out and figure it out. I think this is piddly, nitpicky stuff. It doesn't matter because once you spend that four hundred billion on the veterans, what does that do down the road? You have that empty hole of four hundred million, four hundred billion dollars. It's just going to be filled with that four hundred billion dollars, and you could decide what to do with that after this. No, I think if they decide to to spend on the millet on on veterans. one thing, veteran whatever it is, I think if they allocate four hundred billion in mandatory spending, there is a trigger that happens where then they have a separate, different four hundred billion that they have to counter, you know, and they can spend on whatever the fuck else. I don't know how it works. It's very confusing, but that's I think the... it's like any budget. Like you have to spend it in order to request more that kind of thing. By the end of the year, you just by the end of the year, if you spend it all, then you can get the same money for the rest of the. You request the same budget for the rest of the year or for the following year. So once you spend the four hundred billion at the end of the year, uh, you get that four hundred billion for the following year. But that four hundred billion, that new four hundred billion gets you get to decide where that goes it doesn't have to be you know it might open up you could it doesn't it doesn't mandate where that 400 billion dollar goes that new the new 400 billion i, I think, think it's just just put the 400 billion dollars towards the vets and then we'll worry about the next 400 billion dollars when we come to it it doesn't open up anything yeah but i think the point is is why like why did they even pass? Why did they even try to pass this if they knew they didn't have the votes? Why wasn't this figured out ahead of time? No, they did have the votes. They had it. They pe- they voted on it back in like uh, I don't know April, May, or something. I don't remember when. And nothing has changed. And they I don't know why they had to vote on it again, but nothing's changed. And. They voted on it. Why did the Democrats change the way the spending was? To make, I don't know, but I, what I would assume, I don't know the exact reason, but I, what I would assume is so it can't be taken away and, and used on anything else but this. Yeah. And I don't know either. And I'm not saying that the Democrats are wrong here, but I'm saying like, this is a public argument that didn't, didn't have to be like, figure this the fuck out, you know, ahead of time behind the scenes. And figure it out together, because now you're out here fucking slut-shaming each other again. And again, nobody gives a shit. Just get the veterans what the fuck they need and stop trying to paint pictures where the other side looks bad and they're not for this and they're not for that and the spending and the veteran care and all that. Just fucking do your goddamn job. Yeah, And fucking figure it out. They should have figured it out, but everybody was on board with this thing except for 42 people. Yeah, and that's the other thing. I mean, I understand the fiscal responsibility, but again, like I said before, it's a fucking valid point. You give the military a fucking blank-ass check to buy guns and tanks and bullets and this and that and the other thing, yet the people that are the 
fucking tank ain't shit without a fucking soldier to get in there and drive the fucking thing. Am I wrong? No, I wrong? you're right. There, the, the John Stewart said you're for spending money on the war machine, but not on the veterans. You know, it, it's all about the war itself, and you don't care about the people who fight it. I'm sorry, but Bird had a really funny, <laughs> funny comment. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> that was good. That's we the line of the show. We get attacked by these like sex dating bots. <laughs> and then we got to ban them. And Bert said, I'm never going to stop being lonely if you guys keep banning the dating bots. <laughs> Sorry, the next one, whatever the next one is, you can, we'll give you what some are, time to click on it. What are people, what are people dating on anymore? I don't even know. Uh, is like 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 Christian Minkle and shit like that. Is that stuff even around anymore? They Farmers still have, only. They still have you know like E Harmony is the one that I met my wife on. Is that still a thing? That's still a thing. There's okay, Match.com is a thing. I'm not saying okay, but Match that was back in our day. I'm not saying it's not still around, but like what is like the go? Is it uh, what was the one where you swipe? Tinder. A Tinder. That's I think that's is more Tinder of a hookup a site. Or is Tinder gone now? I think Tinder might still be a thing, but I think that's more of a just a, a hookup. I don't know if that's – I'm sure people use it to date, but I think for the most part, the expectations on that site are just like random hookups. I'm not really sure, but I'm sure people meet and they get you know a lot of uh, quality dating experience out of that. But I, I don't know if it's one of the leading – I met my husband. I met my wife. Kind of played, you know, sites. Yeah, I went because I know Bumble was a thing, but even that, I feel like Bumble, Tinder, you know, all these places pre-pandemic. Once the pandemic hit, you didn't really hear many people talking about what dating site they were going on. What was the one too where the celebrities were going on it? Do you remember that one? What was that one? Where like. Oh. Uh, fucking what's her name tom green's ex-wife the one who's got the daytime show now drew barrymore where drew barrymore was on it and like all these like models and shit were fucking on it like act like they were really on it what was I that have no idea i i, I vaguely remember thing. what you're talking about but i don't i don't know i remember that was like a big thing for a while people were like oh celebrities are really on here like you can meet real celebrities on this on this and i think one of them talked about actually doing it too I don't know if it was Drew Barrymore that she met somebody on there or something. I have no idea. Could you imagine you, you you get matched with Drew Barrymore and you go and you're like, I'm going on a date tonight with Drew Barrymore. What the? I, I feel like the whole time you're questioning, is this the real? I mean, is this just the same name or until you actually get there and sit down with her? Yeah, I would probably the whole time you're like, this isn't her. This is. not Yeah. Her. I'd be sitting there across from her going, I didn't shower because I thought this was bullshit. I, honestly. <laughs> I planned oh. on you being, you know, a 900-pound guy. Yeah. <laughs> Named Gary. Named Gary, yeah. From New Jersey. Right. We just dug a hole for Ivana. Not the point. The point is, uh, Robin says, uh, he makes a great uh, thing here. What if we had a, a swiping app for glory holes? How would that work? He glory just... hinder. Glory hinder. And then you're no, just on Hinder sounds like you want to stop something. Mm. But that's kind of the point of all. True. Hind hinders your ability to see the other person. Yeah, but not to be whatever. But um, you have to you have to match like a penis 
with a particular whole like you have to you now, both, are you talking about a game or are you talking about an actual thing i, I don't know what is I'm this like about. candy crush i don't or, know i'm not sure okay. All right. I'm open so, to anything. Could be a dating app. It could be Candy Crush. I don't this, know yet. This app is in the R&D stage right now. Let's talk it out and see what we come up with. Right. I think you get a penis picture and a, and a hole in the wall picture and then a mouth or a butt. I don't know how it works. What, and then you and everybody has to swipe together. What does that even mean? What do you, what's the goal there? Like, you know, when you're on Tinder, you have to both swipe to match. Right. So the person who wants to lick the penis has to swipe. All right. The penis that wants to be licked has to swipe. And the person who owns the location of the glory hole has to also agree. What is this licking penis? What, is that what you that's what happened? That's what happens. That's, that was a very that was a very specific action. Your penis is getting licked. I think they had, you can do sex at a glory hole, but it's it's a you little do. complicated. I mean, I I never would have thought I mean, yeah, lick, but that didn't. That wasn't the first thing. Well, I'm not gonna say sucked. We am a gentleman. We have fucking. Well, right, yeah, I got gotcha. you. know. Um, speaking of which, uh, OnlyFans. Everybody wants a tease in OnlyFans. This is Megan Fox and Courtney Kardashian. They fucking took some shots and put them out on her Instagram. The two of them laying on a bathroom fucking floor together. Here they are. Good lord. Almost licking tongues on a fucking toilet. And the, the thing is, behind the scenes of my skim shoot with Courtney, should we start an OnlyFans? I'm just happy there was nothing in that toilet. Wouldn't that be hilarious if there was just a huge <laughs> fucking turd? In there. Oh, we have to Photoshop that. <laughs> That's the fucking move. How's nobody sure done that yet? I'm sure someone's going to do that. Yeah. What's the deal with these two? Because it seems like like Jerry and George. like They, they, they could couple together... I feel like he's just like they got married at the same time. They're fucking drinking each other's blood at the same time. That kind of bullshit. Like got, it feels. Yeah, they got some weird stuff going on with with. Uh, you think they're at a, a four person couple? I don't know what that's called. Quadruple. Yeah, yeah, quadruple. I don't know about that, but I think there's definitely something between these two. Hey, because whatever. I don't know. I know I'm trying to move some product around, but. No matter how much shit I got to get off my shelves in the warehouse, I don't know if I'm straddling my good friend in a fucking skims on a fucking toilet. Yeah, no offense, but nobody wants to see that either. Yeah, I know. I mean, when you're these two, and again, maybe. Here's the other thing. I know, again, the name of the game is to move some product. What is, skims is, is, I think it's uh, Kim's, what do they call Clothing? Those? Yeah, but what's the what was the original oh, like Spanx? One? Spanx, thank you. I think Skims is Kim, is Kim Spanx. So I'm sure they all own a piece of it, right? But you could just put out an Instagram shot. Like like do you need to like I and again, we're talking about it. It's working. It's trending, right? Everybody's buzzing about the two of them taking a shit together and licking tongue. <laughs> I, That's the way you said that. Taking but, a shit together. <laughs> but, you know, I think you could just, you could have just, po you could have just stood, stood there in the things and you would have probably still sold a ton of fucking merch. Yeah, but that's not their style. That's, you know, they're going to be all uh, scandalous and, and uh, I mean, you know, I don't, uh, Frank, I don't get it. Like, at what point is enough enough? At what point do you go, oh, we got to move something I know. Why don't you sit on me while I take a shit? 
And then the other person that goes, yeah, great idea. Acting like they don't have a fucking $900 million. In the... If that were me, I'd be like, no, I have $900 million in the bank. I'm not going to go to the bathroom with you. I don't care how fucking fun it looks. I wonder who took that picture. That's what I want to know, too. Oh, Andrew Fitzsimmons. That's who took the picture. Okay. I thought it was them. I thought it was like selfies for a second there. Didn't look like it. Looked like someone else was holding that camera. Founder of Andrew Fitzsimmons Hair. So he's not even a photographer. Well, yeah, well, these are the behind-the-scenes shots. So these are not even like... There are professional shots of this? I assume that there's professional shots of this somewhere. The old What's weird, toilet though, bowl is... shots? Yeah, right? What's weird, though, is, is more people will see the behind-the-scenes cell phone shot than the actual pro like where is that going to go to a store thing or a fucking magazine catalog? or website yeah. it's going to be all over their social medias that's all it is yeah who's going to see that all right so credit Andrew what are they plugging them. though are they just themselves like their own brand i guess right they're not promoting anything the skims they're wearing they're wearing oh, they the are skims. wearing them oh okay. yeah they're wearing the skims yeah, yeah that's what they're promoting it was it, Megan's caption was this is behind the scenes of my skim shoot with didn't look like they were wearing much. Well, they're wearing the skims fucking trying yeah, to keep well, it all together. Well, all right. Well done, then. Again, if I, it, it, you know, if I had like. If I had a million in the bank, I would be like, yeah, no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. First of all, forget the, the lesbian attraction part of this all. If I said to you, Frank, we're going to move. We gotta move no. some coats, shirts. I got an idea. Why don't you lay on your bathroom fucking floor and take some photos? You'd be like, I'm not fucking laying on my bathroom. Dude, floor. I'd do that. <laughs> With the coat shirt on? Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> You're crazy. I would never lay I would never lay on my fucking bathroom floor. I'd put some I'd put a towel down or something. They, they weren't. They were on bare tile. Yeah. Sticking I don't know. their ass out and everything. That's the other thing I can't understand. How much do you need to stick your ass out to sell like You've done it. You've made the money. Like more. They need more. Put your ass away already. I mean, I, I, I don't have a problem looking at it. I mean, they should be proud of it. But what are you uh, complaining about? They want to. That's their own choice to put their ass out there. It just feels like a lot of work for people who are already rich. I don't know. Yeah, no, they don't need to, of course. But I think you spelled Naomi wrong, by the way. I don't think so. Okay, Noami. <laughs> bitch. Yeah, you spelled it Noami. That might be spelled incorrect. Yes. Anyway, Winona and Ashley Judd left out of Naomi's will. Um, her only two daughters, by the way, not yeah. in the will, according to page six. Now, were they estranged? You know, did they not get along? I don't know the story of the Judds. I think they had some issues, but I, I think they were getting along towards the end. Maybe they she, just, she just forgot to update her will. I don't know. It said, um, obviously, she passed on April 30th by her own hands. Um, she appointed her husband of 33 years, Larry Strickland, as the executor of her estate, according to court documents. She requested in the will that the musician, 76, have full authority and discretion over any property that is an asset to her estate without the approval of any court or permission from any beneficiary of the state. She also stated per the documents that Strickland would be entitled to receive reasonable compensation for his services and that he would be paid or reimbursed for all the reasonable expenses, advances, and disbursements, including attorney and accountant fees, uh, made or incurred during the administration of her estate. 
right, that's so, fucked so, up. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Is there any statement from Winona or Ashley? I'm sure it's a little early. Well, uh, you know, again, they'll question her issues of sound body and mind. Uh, so obviously, she says she was when she signed the will, um, but we know that she battled, you know, her demons and her mental issues. Right. And uh, so I'm sure there'll be some sort of contesting or something. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, how could you not? Well, yeah. You know what's fucked up about these things? You're talking about three people. I mean, I don't know how much money Naomi Judd had, but I'm sure she had quite a bit. Sure. Even if you're trying to fucking pull off, like, a, even, if, even if this Larry, let's assume, which I'm not saying, well, let's assume this Larry guy is a real prick. And he's out there just to hijack the estate. Just fucking split it up. Like, I mean, what you know what I mean? Like, what's the... Yeah, it, why? Like, I understand you're the husband, 33 years. Do you need everything? You're going to fucking die soon anyway. Like, just be like, okay, yes. great. Put me it's in charge kids. and I'll split it between... Like, split it three ways, us and the, me and the kids, and great. We'll all go so, our separate ways. Yeah, so maybe Naomi, you know, left it to her husband with the idea that he would disperse it equally then fucking say that it should have said that, it. Yeah. you could put that in the will let's all let's all cut it up evenly but this guy's in charge i mean then why even leave someone in charge it's all going to be cut up equally true i don't i don't know true and it Maybe doesn't it make wasn't any supposed sense. to be equal who the hell knows it's fucked up yep uh speaking of applebee's is coming out with a lip gloss i mean for the love of god is it going to taste like boneless wings you know what? You know what they should concentrate on are those boneless wings and getting those to taste normal because they fucking don't right now. I'll tell you that. Well, I can't remember the last time I was at an Applebee's. When was I, the last? I didn't complain. I, I didn't. I didn't have a bad experience at, oh, at an bullshit. Applebee's. Then you haven't I, been I at Applebee's in the last. It's like, been a five long years. time. No, definitely not in the last five years. But it's it's been a long time. But I don't remember not enjoying whatever I ate. It's fucking terrible. All right. All of them. They're all. Do you mean like TGI Fridays? Twenty something years ago, you'd get a halfway decent meal there. Yeah. I don't know if it was just because we were younger or what it was, but now you go to Fridays and it's a glorified McDonald's. Really? It's just awful. They're mm. all terrible. Just microwaved, shitty, awful food. The only like with those name brand, you know, like those chain fast food places. I don't. Well, that's not it. those restaurants because fr the friendlies free. TGI Fridays, Applebee's—they're not fast food; it's restaurants. Uh, but the chain restaurants—I never really. There was only one place where I had a terrible experience, but it was like a week away from going out of business. And I don't even know if I should say it. And it better not be the ground round because I it's love that the, place. It's not the ground round. But okay. we went there, and it was just everything was like. Yes, I IHOP. No, we're like it's like we're going out of business. You don't want wait, this. Wait. Bennigan. Wait, you mean the whole chain went out of business or just that? I don't location? think the whole I don't know if the whole chain to be I don't think the whole chain went out of business. No, Bennigan's? definitely not. No. Flanagan's. No. Trashkeys. No. It's yeah, I, I don't know if you'll get it. You'll probably get it, but it's it's it was just a I can't say all of them. I've only been to the one and it was terrible. Did it start it, with an H? No. Hulahan, so it wasn't Hulahan, damn it. No. I'll tell you after. Shit. <laughs> But it was not good, and I could I could only blame that one location because I'm sure there are others that are thriving are doing just fine. But the one right, I whisper went it. to, whisper it, whisper it. Yeah, nobody here if I whisper. 
No, I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I'll text it to you. But you're gonna. I can't say, believe you don't want to. You don't want to disparage. Okay. There's yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to. Text it to me now. Can you text it to me now? Are you gonna say it over the air? Possibly. So uh, then no. <laughs> Paul, the Applebee's lip gloss will be a hit at the glory halls. Truth. Well, here's, yeah. here's, here's what I skeeve, and ladies, you're gonna have to fill me on this because I don't wear lip gloss, despite some of the rumors you've read on the internet. Um, by the way, they're calling it they're they're calling it saucy gloss. What the hell is it taste? What is it? All right, can you text it to me? Because now I'm dying to know. I'll tell you afterwards. I won't tell. I won't say because I, I don't want to badmouth a, a company on the air. I don't want to be like. Oh. Okay, I promise not to say it if you text it right now. All right, we got your word on that one. Yeah, that's word. Um, okay, here's the thing that I need to know. Saucy yeah. gloss, four wearable shades that supposedly taste like the restaurant's wing sauces. Now, call me crazy, but do you really want to be licking your lipstick and tasting hot wing sauce? That doesn't I sound kinda, appealing to me. I kind of do. No, I just want like hot wing sauce. I have a big problem with things that are one thing and that oh I, we can't say this one yeah told you <laughs> um that's, that's heartbreaking I mean, I mean i get it but it was the one location i don't think it's that way everywhere but it was like you know when you have like a leftover something and it's just dry and gross and they like microwave that yeah that's what it was i got i got microwaved three-day-old whatever it was and that's what every place, that's what every one of these places are. Yeah, but they didn't even try with this one. Uh, by the way, look, I mean, look at the girls' responses. No, ew, no, period. <laughs> yeah, I don't think this is a good thing. First of all, I don't think, I think women, like, kind of, like, train themselves and go out of their way not see, to lick their lips all their lives when they have lip gloss on and see, shit. I would buy this lip gloss and then just eat it like it's, like it's a, uh, a beep, you know. <laughs> What do they call the slim? You would put gym. it on chicken, is what you would do instead of <laughs> just baste the chicken with it. <laughs> just rub lip gloss all over the chicken. Yeah, uh, you can choose between the creamy coral get me hot buffalo. What? The gold flaked deep red sweet chili kiss. The golden be my honey pepper, and the smoky burgundy honey barbecue. So now that you list them, they sound delicious. 18 bucks a piece. If you can't decide, you can get all four. 18 bucks a piece? No. Yeah. No, see, now you lost me. That's fucking disgusting. I mean, I get it. Applebee's, you, you know, but no. Where are they selling these? Online, I'm sure. Online. Uh, oh, I didn't put the Purina thing in here, did I? All right, we'll get to that next. Uh, Alex Jones is going to take the stand tomorrow in court. We'll go Was over he just going to yell at it? Who knows? Okay. He's going to get up there on the stands and be like, buy my vitamin supplements. They're delicious. Uh, the frogs are gay. It's like, right, <laughs> take it easy, pal. Uh, the, uh, the people over at Purina, the ones who make the cat food, uh, Fancy Feast, they're going to open up a pop-up restaurant for two days only in New York City. For, for cats, I hope. No, for people. For people? Yeah. Who the hell the came pop, up with that? The pop-up bread restaurant. Uh, named Ghetto Bianco, which is Italian for white cat. Yeah. Uh, is poised to serve dishes like salmon con pompadorini, which is Tomato. salmon with cherry tomatoes, and brasato di manzo, beef short ribs in red wine, and lemon panna cotta for dessert. 
according to a menu on the Purina website. Why? They're trying to promote uh, fancy feasts, like real ingredients for the fucking cats. So will people be eating basically what goes into the cat food? I guess so. It's their new brand line, Fancy Feast Medleys. All right. I get the idea. Like you're, No, it's you're not eat- all right. Okay. <laughs> I guess not. No, but I get the I get the thinking, the thought process behind it. Like you're going to eat something, you're going to enjoy the food, and then they're going to say, this is exactly what we make the cat food out of. So you're eating, you know, great food, and you so is your cat. I kind of see their thought process there. It's a weird execution, like a, a cat food place opening a restaurant. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I get the idea. I think that, okay, first of all, they're doing a pop-up in the city for two days. So they're trying to make this like, a oh, look at all the people who came out. But literally, when you do a pop-up for two days in the city, you're saying, I have no faith that anybody is going to come to this. Yeah. Because we're literally, with with two days, you're hoping for 48 people to turn out in a city of 8 million. Yeah, and here's when you can invite your friends. Here's my question: When you have a place that opens for two days, who's running it? They got a chef. They got a chef to work two days. So the chef, who knew there was a head chef at the at the fucking cat food plant? Someone's got to cook the food, I guess. Yeah, Uh, and then they canned shit. They got a uh, chef, uh, Caesar Casala, who is like a a a chef chef in the city. He's like a known Uh, guy. Okay. Yeah, so he's he's gonna be a part of it. Let's so two chefs. All right, at least it's you know it'll be a. Should we go? When can no. we get? It? Oh. No, I hate it. The cat food smells like shit. Have you ever smelled? They're not cat serving food? you cat food. It's fucking disgusting. They're not gonna give you a can of cat food when you get to the restaurant. It'll be regular yeah. food. But that's all I'm gonna be thinking about is fucking. This is the cat food chef that makes like shit. Like you think there'll be shit. cat hair like on the silverware yeah. and stuff? Yeah. Mm. Because they're all cat people. That's the thing. Like, this yeah. is great. Us and the cats together. Not, and I don't want the fucking cats together. You think there'll be cats in the restaurant? Because that can't be legal. Right? No, I don't think there will be. But it's kind of ironic. It's just the idea of it is disgusting to me altogether. If we should go, we should try it. See, what, you know, <laughs> if we can get a reservation there, the three of us. I hate it. All right. I also don't love this whole like we need to feed our pets fancy ass shit. Like I, I, I'm not a part of that. I don't care for that. You have a dog. No. What do you feed your dog? Uh, science diet, but it has like real, you know, as real chicken or real whatever that you know you, you, vegetables yeah. in it. You give him what I gave my dog, as real as you could possibly get for a dry food that will last in the pantry no, for it's, six it's, months to a year. It's wet food too. We have both. We give him both. You give him both. Yeah. You snotty son of it's a the, bitch. It's the can. It's, you know, the half can. It looks like a tuna can. You pull the lid, it's right. There. You really it's do good. that? Yeah. I was just going to say, I wonder who these animals are feeding these high-profile foods to their, their animals. And here I'm fucking talking to one. We just, what high-profile? It's science diet. I don't know. I, we try he to has give... a sensitive stomach, so we have to... It's a, it's a special, you know, it's that sensitive stomach labeled, you know. That kind of thing. <laughs> Do you gonna let me sit with that for a little bit? I have he, had, he had an issue. Break. You know, he had an issue. 
So we had to give him the the right stuff. All right, I I'm just, I I tried giving my dog that once. He was like, "What is this shit?" He fucking was not going for it. He's like, "Give me the hard stuff that I could chew." He loves it. Yeah, he eats the hard stuff. So. The wet stuff stinks, though. Yeah, but it doesn't. It it's not there very long. He eats it and it's gone. Oh, here we go. Look at this. On oh, vacation. you see? On vacation. Look at that. The biggest fraud we've ever met in our entire. Talk about fake news. Man. For a fucking two and a half year pandemic, this one. Masks are bullshit. Don't get vaccinated. This motherfucker wore a mask all the way down to the Caribbean, and I have proof it's in the members area. Leaked footage, Frank. Yep. Leaked footage. You see that? Mm-hmm. I bet and she's what vaccinated. You... I bet she's got four boosters in her right now. She. I feel like she's on the, the vaccination website, CDC. She's a spokesperson, and we don't even we don't even know it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True words, never spoken, my friend. I hear you. Never spoken. Bird, thank you very much. Says we're better than vacation. Thank you. Also, uh, I have, and we're kind of running up against it, but I have, I have, photographic evidence that she's made friends already. Down. There. Oh God, he just sent it to me. Oh no. She, hold on a second. Yep, got that. So she's made friends, which I'm sure she'll have, they'll be lifelong friends, and they'll well they'll meet up afterwards. It's such a weird thing. This is so. Yesterday, I got a communication that a plane friend was made. This motherfucker can't even wait to get there. She's making fucking friends with people on the talk plane. to your husband. First of all, through a mask. Who would talk to a person wearing a mask? Not me. I'd stay the fuck away from that psychopath. I'd be like, what are you wearing a mask for, you freak of nature? Because you're probably sick. What's his name? Vegetable lasagna? (laughs) Vegetable lasagna. Vegetable lasagna means nothing to me. I can Um, hear you. (laughs) And then, supposedly, I don't know how true this is, rescued a guy from drowning. What? Who did our own JSAB supposedly saved a life. JSABs, you rescued someone from drowning? Here's my big problem with that. You save somebody's life, that's a lifelong bond. So that's even beyond. She's found a way to go beyond making vacation friends. She's fucking made a lifelong bond. This person would be dead without her, supposedly. I don't know. Uh, okay, good for you, JSAB. Saving a life down in the Caribbean. Yeah. In the ocean or like in the pool or they couldn't swim? Uh, I'd like to hear the story, but I guess we'll wait when she comes back. I'm going to guess in the bathtub in her room, but I'm not sure. I'll get, we'll get the details when uh, when she comes that back. That is possible. But I do have a photograph, and I don't know. Hmm. I don't, I don't want to put show her husband's face for her husband's safety. That's probably a good idea. So let me blur him out a little bit. And okay, I'll just put a little bit of him in here. Okay, this is this is this is the shot that she sent me uh, moments really, okay. moments ago. Here you go. So that's her husband off camera. You can kind of see to the left, yeah. And there is a strange lady that is looking at his phone. Probably <laughs> look look at my kids. They're aren't they adorable? Yeah, I don't know, but but look, I'll I'll move over a little bit. And there's there there. This is the most heartbreaking thing, Frank. They're sharing nachos. Okay, they're oh, sharing boy. 
nachos. It was the 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 conversation. Should we get nachos for the table? What do you think for the table? Should we get <laughs> should we get nachos for, for the table? We're all good this friends hand, here, right? We'll share this, a nacho. This hand gesture was definitely made. Should, should, we, should we get for, for the table? We're yeah. so tight. We all love the same nacho, right? Everybody likes a little. You guys like nachos? You get them right. Yeah. For, excuse me. We're gonna have nachos for the table. For, we'll have them for the table. We're gonna have the friendship nacho for the whole. Yeah, we'll just just put it right in the middle. This way, like right here, right in the middle. <laughs> when the waiter comes, who got the nachos? Oh, right in the middle. We right, share right in the middle. everything. Can we get four plates, please? <laughs> we share everything. Nachos, husbands. It's all good here at this table. It's, uh, glory holes. <laughs> the nachos were shared. J. Sabs, don't BS us. Come on, they were right in the middle of the table. Look at the fucking. You can't. What did she say? We didn't share food. We didn't share food. She says. It's right in the middle of the fucking table. A that, shareable nacho. That is a shared item right there. By the way, look at the fucking look at the fucking rock on on fucking Maria over here. Oh, look there you go. One. That's why they're friends. Look at this fucking thing. That came She's, from Queens. She was blinging out. Yeah. All right. That's a fucking Forest Hills jeweler if I ever seen one. Right. For the table. For, for, for the table. We get another round of nachos. This was probably yeah. the second order of nachos. They look okay. I, you know, I, I could always go for two rounds of uh, yeah of nachos. Yeah, we do some more investigating here on the table. Okay, hold on. Let me just, let me go here. This is clearly from this. This just goes to show you everybody. Oh, Jean's so classy, isn't it? She's got a fucking chicken McNugget right there. Look at that. Chicken McNugget. What is that? That's a fucking chicken McNugget. Like at the edge it's of the either thing. it's either a chicken McNugget or someone had fish and chips, and that's fish. That's a fucking. Over. That is a fucking Stouffer's ripoff McNugget. Okay. All right. That's what that's, that is. Without that chicken nugget in that picture, you can't identify a single thing in that shot. I don't know what I'm looking at in most of that picture. Well, it's hard because I got to kind of blur out. I don't want to oh, show. Right. I got you. Let me let me give it one of these and block him out. But see, there he is showing her the the thing. Oh, I see. And you see, he's got a hat. I got a lot of studio light, and that's the nugget set right there. Yeah. In the in the lower nugget nuggle area. Who goes to to the Caribbean and orders the chicken nuggets? Yeah. Somebody Come who on. wears a mask and claims that they don't work for two and a half years of a band. Ah. That's who, Frank. All right. That's the, who. the chicken nuggets. We could for the table? No, no, no. The notches are for the table. Oh, okay. <laughs> look at the fucking purse on Stella Marie over here, too. Look at this. Look at what look at this fucking Oh, that's that's a vacation purse if I've ever yeah. seen one. Is that oh a... my god, you from New York too? Where from that... New York? What is that tab? That that, that... oh it looks like a the top of a butter pat. What is that? I don't know. I'm gonna ask. You know, if I don't know if my wife is still in the in the chat, but she'll be able to identify a purse in three seconds. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but that that's a that's a schmancy purse. That's that's the vacay purse. All right, we have this. They're not nuggets. Hold on, bird with this little report. Deep fried ah. homeless testicles. You see, it's possible. Only uh, you know, only the special menu item from J. Sabs. Yeah, we're not gonna uh, we're not gonna take anything off the table right now. We could not dispute or you know confirm or deny that. And then also, uh, 
Terry, who I think is the other lady, uh, likes to be hydrated. She's got her own little fucking binky, her own little adult water binky. That's that's a nice one. Yeah. Got some stuff on it. All right. I put stickers on it so I know which one's mine. There's alcohol in that. When I take it to the beach. That's definitely a a mojito to go in that thing. It's a mojito, but I told myself I'm on vacation. Yeah. You want a random mojito for the table? No. (laughs) You guys want a mojito? Enrique over there makes a great mojito. That's mojitos on the island. Oh, show me pictures of your kids. I want to see. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. Well, she's got a cocktail in front of her, too, with a lemon. And that's not a seltzer with lemon, I don't think. Is she double dipping on the on the cocktails? I think she is. I think that cup went right into the Yeah. Right into, <laughs> into yeah. the tumbler. Keep yeah. keep keep these coming. These are great. <laughs> Mojitos and nachos for the table. I think he put extra chicken on the nachos. Good. All right. Is, you don't get this in the States. I believe the portions down here. It's unbelievable. <laughs> these are characters, these two. Lifelong friends, they're going to be. Somebody who wears a ring like this worries about portion size coming to the fucking on the that plate. Is, that's, yeah. that's blinging out, baby. With bright orange fucking nail polish. What the fuck? This is who... I don't understand how she's friends with us and, and makes friends with these type of people. Yeah, I don't... Uh, they're better than us, clearly. Here's, here's JSABs. They did the all-inclusive option. No shit. I bet, I bet they did. There's no way fucking Terry and... Uh, Gene Murray didn't fucking check that box off. Each room has its own glory hole. I wish. That's how you do that. I'll tell you what. Living it up that J-Sabs. Look at that fucking view over there. Look at that. Uh, let's see. That's nice. Get the, the fucking, nice, fucking nice sailboat beach. back there. Yeah. Beauty. A whole fucking thing going on. That's a beautiful thing. Good for her. All right. Uh, so they're from Virginia Beach, not from no, New that, York. That can't be true. That can't no, that's be where true. their summer house is. Yeah. In Virginia Beach. We got the summer house down in Virginia Beach. You come out. You bring you bring the kids. We'll we'll have a, we'll have nachos for the table. Tell us, do you pay for your beaches? I heard that rumor. It seems crazy to me. <laughs> they're fucking smiling. Who are these people? I don't understand. No one smiles would, around J Sabs. I would never fucking ever fucking be like, oh, sit at our Sit in our table. We'll just sit here. We'll just yeah. We'll just share. We'll share. We'll get the nacho. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, these people are going to be their lifelong friends now. It's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, mark my words. This this fucking woman's going to be on this show in a couple of weeks. She's going to um, be fucking telling her. Telling she's going to be the fourth freaking host. <laughs> <host. laughs> I like people. I have no problem with. I could be friendly. Hey, oh, you believe this? Fucking nachos are great. I don't have to be like, come over here and eat out of my place. Yeah. Let's share our vacation together. No. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, I'll see you randomly throughout throughout the time we're out here. But no, this is me and my wife. If we happen to run into you guys and we, you know, we have a, a plate of nachos for the table, then that's what it is. Yeah. But we're not, we're not spending the whole vacation together. That was fucking Tony's last words. Oh, I went ahead and ordered for the table. All right. Those onion rings, but still. That's the it. Point. Then, he, then he caught it. Yeah. Ow. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
What's uh? Did we get to all the topics? Because I don't even. Usually know. we don't. Well, that was it. Um, I was going to discuss Turkey Club etiquette with you. I don't know if we have time. What is the turkey? What is, what is that? Okay, I here's my big problem. I went out. I went out today. Got myself a nice Turkey Club. Right. Beautiful thing. I honestly, as I was sitting there eating my Turkey Club with this person that I was meeting with, um, I thought. This is the Cadillac of lunch. The Turkey Club. It's like a good, name a better lunch item. I like a good. Uh, what's the one with like the pickle Monte Cristo? Those are good. Okay, that's not a that's not a lunch item. You can have it for lunch. A croque monsieur. Those are good. Or but those are dinner that. items. Yeah, those are oh, dinner. Not. Items. Yeah, for hundred percent. They are like not. a pasta. You can have macaroni. It's a ham sandwich with an egg on it. It's, that's so lunch. It's too fancy. Then get a ham sandwich if you want. I'm talking about lunch items. That's there lunch. Items that are exclusive to lunch. Like of like pancakes are undeniably breakfast, right? You can have it for dinner, and that's an exciting thing as a kid. It's like, oh, this is delicious. And mom's like, Yeah, we're you know, we're not doing so well. Have a fucking pancake, it's fine. You know, that kind of shit. But that's a breakfast item. A fucking turkey club is a lunch item, and there is no better. There's not a better lunch item. When you All get right. a delicious yeah, they're up, turkey it's up club, there. it's up there. It's fucking phenomenal with the good bacon and a nice mayo. So, so I'm guessing you ran into some kind of weird issue okay. with this turkey club, or was it the per- people serving it to you? So I say, I'll take the turkey club. No problem, sir. And then... And I go like this too, because just to show you how classy I am, yeah. put it on rye for me. Don't you know? You, I don't want to be really over here with a fucking piece of Wonder Bread. I like your nicest rye that you have, preferably be made by a Jewish person. Uh, but if not, I'll take whatever you got, as long as it's rye. Put it on a rye, and we're good to go. And the person I was with goes, "Oh, that sounds good. I'll have that as well. Can you put American cheese on mine?" That's not a turkey club. That is mm. not a turkey club. No cheese that's on a, a club, right? That's a turkey and cheese sandwich. You, you got a turkey and cheese sandwich with bacon. A turkey club, turkey, bacon, lettuce, tomato, mayo. That's turkey club etiquette. Now, usually with a turkey club, now, do you do you triple decker it? You ever do that? Okay, old- you can. I'll give right. people leeway here because it's a little healthier if you less that third slice of bread. Right. So, all right. So, turkey club, cheese or no cheese? Yeah, no cheese. Or else, no cheese on a turkey club. Right. You, yeah, you... I c- cannot let you in turkey club club if you're gonna fucking walk in here and throw government American cheese on everything. So now, the person you're with, when they ordered that, would it, it could have just been an easy way to say. Uh, you know, instead of saying I want turkey, cheese, lettuce, tomato, mayo, blah, 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 they could just say club, turkey club with cheese. Okay, but then call uh, then it's just not. A, it's just yes, I understand what you're saying. Convene, there's a convenience factor there, but you just can't. What's the word I'm looking for here? It's like if you're driving around in a Toyota Camry. And you go, technically, it's like a Lexus. And no, it's not. Although it may be on the same frame, 
you can't just be like, oh, get me the Lexus light. You know, you have a fucking Toyota Camry. So in other words, once you add a certain element to it, it changes the, the thing as a whole. Whole thing. Point, point being, you go, oh, I got a croak, Mr. It's just a ham sandwich. No, it's not. It's no, it's a ham a sandwich. Thing. A, yeah, it's a whole thing. But is it egg or is it Swiss? I think you got a croak, Mr. Mistaken. There's a croak, Monsieur, and a croak, Madame. One of them, I forget which one. I think the croak, Madame, has an egg on it, like oh, a, right? a fried egg, like on top of it. That um, sounds great right now. And they both have cheese, but one the only difference between one and the other is the egg. Pretty mm. sure. They're both they're uh, amazing. They're both good. I'm just saying the turkey club should be respected and you know, yeah. should be treated with dignity. I haven't had a turkey club in such a long time. How much do you want a turkey club right now? Uh that it's, and a plate of nachos for the table. <laughs> would would it really hit the spot? <laughs> get a nacho. Get a nacho for, for the, the table. You're gonna you're gonna have some. You're gonna have some. <laughs> Janine, have, we're not going to eat all these. Have some more nachos. We got the unlimited Come package. Come on. Yeah, no shit, Caroline. We know you did. Four plates. Um, That's really it. Incubus recap. You missed oh, one yeah. of the did greatest you... concerts of all time. So you did one of the greatest concerts of all time, he says. So fucking good. Wow. This band. And you didn't burst into flames. <laughs> no, I did not. I didn't burst into flames. These guys were so fucking good. First of all, it was Sublime with Rome, which is Sublime. Uh, they sounded amazing. They were so great. And I hold this to be true. That Sublime self-titled record from 96, one of the best albums of all time. Wow. They performed almost every song on it. A lot of them. They fucking closed with Santeria, dude. The whole fucking... Which I was surprised. I thought what I got was kind of like the big closer. But they closed with Santeria, the fucking place. Oh, I'm sure it was a madhouse. It was nuts. They, everybody put a fucking cell phone light on. The whole Jones Beach, I should have put this on my uh, thing, but you get the point here. The All of Jones Beach was all. That like, is cool. Up. Look how fucking cool that is as the sun's going down. That is nice. See, one, you see, what we have to do at some point, one of us needs to own a boat. And there's spots next to, next to this arena where you could just pull right up and listen. Yeah, see, for people who don't know, or like this right here, you that can't dark see spot. it. dark spot, yeah. That's water. That's water. Same this on the other side. This entire stage is in water. Yeah. It's, a, it's like a yeah, band shell kind of thing. It's like a half yeah. stadium. And it, it fits a ton of people, thousands of people. But, yeah, it's right on the water, Jones Beach. And people pull their boats in, and they just listen to these concerts. And it's, that's pretty cool. Do you know, though, they, 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 they roped it off? You can't get as close as you used to get? It's messed up. You can still get kind of close to hear it, but you can't get as close as you yeah. did. I mean, you could hear from the parking lot if you want. But, but if you're on the boat, you get a couple of croque masseurs, and you just hang out and... Nacho for the boat. For the boat. I'd take the, the boat to the beach. Boat nachos. So that sounds They're good. Nacho. Dude, I had a blast. It was so fucking good. You've yet, you've yet, I don't know if you've ever... This is hard to say, like, because you don't really have... What's your second favorite band? Um, Second favorite band. See, everybody is second. The Beatles. 
<laughs> I can't see them anymore. Um, let's see. I don't even think you have it. I literally no. think that you listen to Metallica nonstop. Like, no, all the I time. listen. See, it's Metallica, and then it's bits and pieces of every other band. That's my yeah. Thing. But so, I like Corn. I like Godsmack. I like that's uh, um, like what's it called? Um, Pantera, uh, Aerosmith, Pearl Jam. You know, I like I like a lot of bands. It's just. When I t- when you when you talk about a whole their whole catalog, it's Metallica for me. But I, look, I get it. It's it's fucking Dave for Dave me. Dave for you, right? But I also love Van Morrison. I love Sublime. Totally. I love Incubus. Like there's a bunch no, of other I bands. Of- I love this. Yeah, same here. I I went. I saw. I like Kiss. I like their music. You know, I saw. That's embarrassing. I, I saw Kiss live. They were great. Like a band, like a real band. Not well, nowadays band. it's a little, you know whatever. But back in the day, they used to do these. I went to see Kiss. I don't know how many years ago. Ten years ago, and they—it's like a circus. You ever you see go to a Kiss concert? I would never be caught dead at a Kiss. It's concert. insane. No, they're on like wires. They're flying all over the place. It's a freaking—it's a crazy show. And they're like in their seventies or whatever. But, and you know, you don't realize how many songs you actually know Ugh. from them. Hate Kiss. All right. Hate Kiss. Sorry. Um, Bird, Sublime Without Bradley is a farce. Here's where I'm going to disagree. And Bird makes a good point here. I'm not going to put it on the screen, but she basically was like, is is a queen without Freddie Mercury? No. You're right. It's not. They got that new kid from the American Idol. I forget his name. They all love him. He does a good job. But here's the difference. We had Freddie Mercury for so long, right? We fucking, you knew Freddie Mercury, he's on recordings, his videos, you could watch him, this and that. With Sublime, the lead singer, this guy Bradley, he dies fucking two months before the album comes out that basically makes them a worldwide phenomenon. So nobody, for the most part, ever really got to see Sublime. They were big in the indie scene, they were big in California where they were from, but they weren't Nobody was ever seeing them. Like they toured a little bit with uh, what was Gwen Stefani's band? No doubt. No doubt. They toured a little with No Doubt uh, back in the '90s. But in '96, when that record comes out, he's dead two months, and then they explode. What I got, Santeria. Uh, then they go to um, Wrong Way. Those are three massive radio hits in a row in the wake of Nirvana and the whole grunge thing. And that's it. The fucking album is massive. And nobody ever gets to fucking see this band tour with their lead singer. They just never go out. Yeah. Until like fucking 15, 20 years later when they find this kid that sounds exactly like the original guy and they start traipsing him around. And you know what's crazy? That fucking the guy the, the guy so you know how he died? No. They're making this record and everything. They're finally starting to getting some success. And he decides for writing purposes. He's going to start doing heroin. He's going to do heroin for one year. Oh, yeah. I remember this. Yep. Mm-hmm. The one year heroin experiment. And then he's going to get off it all together. And just shy of that year, he fucking ODs and dies. Yep. So he wasn't a drug addict. I mean, probably weed or whatever. But, you know, wasn't a drug addict. Wasn't addicted to, to hard drugs. Decides to do it as an experiment for the songs. And fucking uh, catches an OD and dies. That's crazy. That is crazy. And you don't know if he was uh, addicted to it, if he would have stopped or not. It's just true. Who knows if he would have really, really stopped. But 
No way of knowing now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know. It's, it's fucked up, man. But with Incubus, it's like weird because like, I wonder if people have this where you like you one day you wake up and you go, oh, holy shit. I own like fucking four albums from this band and I fucking like everything that they have ever really put out. Hmm. But then you never you never really ever go see. It's been 22 years since their first album came out. Incubus. I've never seen them once. That's weird. Well, you don't have to see every band. I mean, there's a million bands. You don't have to, you know, you can't see them all. It was a weird mix of people. What do you mean? Because, like, you realize, again, they hit 22 years ago. Right. That's all people our age. Oh, yeah. You know, and so it's like, there were some younger people, that, there was young younger girls there, and they want to, like, rock out and shit, but then there's, like, people like us that are like, just sit down. <laughs> we're trying to enjoy the show. <laughs> we're trying to sit here and enjoy... We just came from sharing nachos, and we would love it if you could just sit <laughs> Got a belly full of shared nachos. <laughs> <laughs> like to watch th these people perform. Yeah. They want to watch the back of you. And, and it was my wife and I realized it was the first time we really went out and did an activity in probably three, four years. That's sad. That's sad. You got to do more activities. Because we, if we went out, we would go to dinner. Right. And maybe a movie. Right. This was the first real, like, activity that we did. You know, you ever, you know when you went to college? You, you probably know this. You ever go to college and you meet that person from um, wherever, Idaho, and they have no, so they've never, like, been out with people and you take sure. them out and they just don't know how to act? Yeah. That was us last night. We just had uh, no. <laughs> not not much has changed. I don't think in terms of what you do. You just you know concerts are different though because when you go to a concert, you want to be like, you know, you don't want to jump around and sing and dance, but then you don't want to look like an idiot. Yeah. Well, we get to the thing. We pass four signs, and on the fourth sign, I go to my wife. You think they're serious about this? She can't bring a bag into the venue thing as she's walking in with her fucking Louis Vuitton. <laughs> she's like, no, it's fine. We get up to the security. They're like, you can't bring that in. <laughs> what? Why did you think they were kidding? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we those, haven't been those out signs before. aren't serious. Those are joke signs. <laughs> we didn't know if they were left over from pre-pandemic. We had no idea. This, these security people, a bunch of jokesters up there. Yeah. So then the girl goes, unless you have a medical reason for having it. And I, and I was like, show her a tampon or something. Just fucking give her anything. <laughs> Does that work? That should have that worked. She's like looking through shit. She's like, she's got baby. She has baby wipes in her purse. We're out without the kids. She's got fucking baby wipes. I think that's for you. Be honest. It was. It was All for right. me. Um, when those anyway, nachos go right through you. <laughs> they do. So I had to run the fucking purse back. Then we walk into the place. We literally were in the first row of the first section that goes up. Mm -hmm. So we're like in like the second section of the venue. We had to walk around the bar and come back down to get to our seats. And we both sat down and we were completely out of breath. We were like, this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> that's, uh, that's sad again. You got to get out again. More, more activity. Plus, it was probably hot that night. It was a little hot and it was a little muggy. But what's hysterical was we actually we, we decided to go like Saturday. And I was kind of like, we're fucking going. I want to go. And then we bought front those front rows, not front row in the venue, but front row of the section. 
specifically because we didn't want anybody standing in front of us. Because you, you wanted to sit and watch yeah. the show. And then That's we get funny. there, and we're looking at an entire row of people that did the exact same thing. Because not <laughs> one of those motherfuckers stood the entire time. I'm not standing for this. Come on. Like, I'm too old for this bullshit. I'm not getting up at all. That's funny. Yeah. So it was a good time, though. It was really, really fucking good. If anybody has a chance to see them, I'm just waiting for Metallica to come back around. I we I would love to broaden your horizons a little. And you know, what I go is? to other shows. That's not you know. I swear to God, I sat there and I literally once, maybe at the end of the night too, I go, all the guys would have fucking loved this. I was like, you, everybody would have had a fucking great time. Would we? Yeah, probably. You were probably had a fucking awesome time. I just want. I just in the text, I like to rip you up a little bit. Yeah, not, I know you do. Not in person. I know you do. I will say it's hard looking at this face, like rocking out. Like I have to like subdue myself. I'm having like a really fun time, just to not embarrass my wife. Yeah, it's tough. I that's on my bucket list to to do a concert and to just let loose completely. We don't really get to. You know, you just gonna. Oh, I know Especially like as adult men, like you know, you can't no. just be like. No. You know, feel in the moment. You just can't do it. You guys just be like, yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's yeah. It's like, you know, look at this guy. Everybody, everybody turns and looks at you, and it's like, you know, this guy dancing by himself and being a, a complete jerk. It's just, <laughs> I want to be able to like a Metallica. I want to be able to go right in the front and fucking jump around and thing and fucking go nuts. And I, you know, when you're with people, you kind of want to, you just want to be not mellow, but you want to just hang out and you don't want to be that. But yeah, exactly. It's just, I don't know. You just want to because we're the type of people to make fun of that person, and then you can't actually go out and do it. Yeah, secretly you make fun of them, and then you go, "I wish I could do that. I want to kind of do that." <laughs> yeah. I a section and a half over there was this young girl who was—I don't know if she was by herself. I couldn't see. All I could see was vaguely just dancing, and she was dancing like fucking Boy George in an '80s video. Like she was having just having the best time, fucking blast. Yeah, and I was just like, I'm so jealous. Like she could just fucking, yeah, just wig out and have a great time. And it's nothing. Fucking yeah, no, I want to. You know, I because the last couple of concert, not the last couple. Uh, like I went to a Metallica concert, but I was with like my, my brother and my dad and my, and I'm like, I'm not gonna. You know, you can't. You can't have a good time with your dad. I know you love your dad. We all love our dads. You yeah, can't have weird. a good time with your fucking dad. It's weird. Not a show. No, it just can't be done. Sign up, folks. Be members. It's awesome. Members of the uh, Anthony Air Club. Yes, good point. So I put the Janine, the the first Janine photo that nobody saw in into the members only area. You guys get to see that exclusively. I'm certain there'll be more content from Janine as she's on her vacation, and uh, that will go up in the members only area, of course. So indeed. Uh, Including this photo, I'll put this full photo up in the members only area so people can see it in all its entirety. Maybe with nachos. Some, yeah, maybe with some faces blurred, but it'll be up there. Definitely the nachos. Gotta include those nachos. Put a table. And I will expect a full Zabruder recap from every one of the members in there to do the full breakdown. Break it down, baby. That's it, Frankie C. Great show. Appreciate hey. you. Thank you. You too. Appreciate all you guys. Show well. me potato salad. Maybe we should go now. Go ahead.